Welcome back to the Therapeutic Rap Podcast. I am your host, Jay, and with me today, I have a special guest. Uh, he goes by the name of Abu Bakar. Right, hey, Abu, right, right. Man, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, my name is Abu Bakar. Um, I'm 34 years old, and, uh, you know, I'm a father. I'm a, I'm a brother. I'm a barber. I'm a therapist. Um, you know, entrepreneur. A lot of different things, man. I think it was uh, amazing how when I just said that, uh, tell us about yourself. The first thing that you said is, I'm a father. Right, right. And speak to the importance of being a father. I think it's extremely important, man. Like, um, especially for me, just growing up. I know my, my you know, my father wasn't around. You know, good portion of my life so just knowing how that affected me I just I try to be as hands-on and um you know just try to be as involved as I can in every aspect of my uh, my son's life so that's just something that I just put a lot of um, effort into so I met you several years ago yeah uh, yeah 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 to a barbershop right right <laughs> I still remember right yeah yeah and then you know and organically from that we developed a friendship that, that goes deeper than a service being provided. Right. So one of the things that we know, a lot of people in our community don't have the means or or the know-how to find a good therapist. Right, so right. you become a therapist for a lot of people. That's true. How important is that hat for you? Um, It's extremely important, man. I mean, I've been, I've been cutting hair for a while, right? <clears throat> And for, for the longest, I just used to just think it was just, you know, I'm just a barber. I just cut hair. It wasn't until I started having those conversations, like, you know, just delving into the personal lives of my clients and we sharing what we're going through each and every day, just weekly, that I started to realize just how much people are really going through. You know what I mean? Like, you know, initially, when you know, when you see people just on the surface, you don't really know, right? right, right what right. they're going through. But a lot of times as men, especially as black men, we don't share our, you know, our innermost thoughts we just kind of like just you know we have this this front up like it's like almost like well nobody really knows what i'm going through and we just act like everything's okay but the more i started cutting hair the more i started realizing people would just express like what they would be going through and i'm like damn like people going through a lot yeah. you know what i mean and a lot of them were going through a lot of the same things i was going through so what i started doing was i just started just giving them advice like what i was going through i'm like well i've been where you're going or i've been through what you're, you've been through and um this is how i handled it this is how i dealt with it and then i think it was one time i think the turning point when i really realized it was, it was one of my clients came in and he was like um you know he said he said he he had been gone for a while i didn't see him for a minute came and he was like yo um i'm a little short on on on, on the money but I scraped together whatever I could. I just had to come, you know, get a cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, all right, cool. And he said, I've been going through a lot. And, you know, by the time the the service was over, I just felt like a weight had been lifted off his shoulders after we spoke. That's when I realized, like, y'all, I'm more than just a barber. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I used to kind of, like, marginalize myself and maybe minimize myself to just being that. Like, I'm just a barber. After that day, I just never looked at it the same. I was like, y'all, I'm really making a, a difference. And I'm having it. Um, positive impact on the lives of those people that walk through those doors to to get a service from me so that actually became my thing where i'm like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna not only provide great haircuts but i'm gonna also um just inspire people motivate people and just give them encouragement because everybody needs some i know sometimes like i tell my clients they think i'm joking i say look y'all inspire me more than y'all know like i think it's, it's, it's just that we all emanate positivity when you come through those doors it's like that's what we do 
It's like I'm giving you good feedback and energy. You give me positive feedback and energy. I'm listening to your problems. You know, you're listening to mine. We're conversing. And hopefully, like, when you leave, not only do you look good, but you feel good. And that's just the main, like, objective of what I do. So, yeah. But before I dive into that, I want to um, ask you about your personal experiences with dealing with people. Okay. So, let's say, so the first time you cut someone's head, you know, they may have this hard exterior where the, where the conversation is not really deep. Right, you know, right, right, just, right. You know, uh, right. you hear that new success song or you see right. this movie or whatever. Right. And then... You know, slowly through that, the relationship that you build, like you can kind of see the walls coming down, and people are more open to letting you take take a, a peek into their personal lives or whatever. Right. What What does that process kind of look like or feel like? Um. You know, initially, like you're right. When they, when people first come in, you know, they're a little bit guarded. You know, and that's this every client, and you know, and some that aren't guarded, they're still surface level uh conversations that we have nothing deep you know it usually takes a while for them to feel comfortable and i think comfort is the biggest thing i think you know you make people feel comfortable they start to express more to you they start to talk to you more they start to let you know a little bit more about what's going on so i think i just provide a level of comfort that my clients you know can appreciate i think that's what that's what it is it's just a level of comfort when they come in they feel comfortable they like yo you know what and i make them feel comfortable but not like in a cheesy way Whereas, like, I'm, I just want to hear what you got going on. Right, right. But they know it's genuine, you know? So it's like, when I speak to them, they know. When I give them advice, they know it's good advice. When they speak to me, they know that I'm actually absorbing what they're saying. I'm just not just listening. It's not just falling on deaf ears. I'm actually listening to what they're saying. I'm, I'm taking it in, and I'm applying it to my life and, and, and just, just, you know, just everything that I do. And I'm like, you know what? They give me good advice. I give them good advice, and I take that. And I just try to, I think the biggest thing in life is just trying to become a better person. I think we all, we know, we all out here chasing money, we chasing different things, but I think the the biggest goal is just to become a better person each and every day. And you can only do that through learning, knowledge, you know? Sometimes you gain those, uh, you gain that knowledge from other people's experience. Like, instead of you having to go through it, it's like somebody else can tell you about what they've been through. And also gives you just a different perspective that maybe you didn't, you know, initially see. So it's like, okay, I didn't see it that way, but now I see what you're saying. So I think that's, that's, that's what it is. I think it just takes time. I think people start to feel comfortable. And after a while of just coming in and, you know, after the small talk, people be like, yeah, you know, I make them feel comfortable, man. They just, they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now for me personally, like, I think our relationship kind of started out like that. And then, right. uh, you know, I've been with you through the changing of a few settings. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and in and, and the first setting, like, he was only going to get surface-level things. Right, 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 right. You know, and then, you know, uh, progressing up into now, uh, I know that the conversations that we've had, we've in, we've inspired each other. We've uh, right, right. encouraged each other. We, You know, uh, now I don't know if you remember this, but uh, you was going through something, and I'm not going to share what it was or whatever. Right, right. I gave you some advice, and... Um, he was like, man, like you need to be heard by the masses. Like, right, 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 right. Get an avenue or now, something. I, I, I definitely remember that. Yeah, yeah. And um, there was another situation where I was going through something. Right, right. And you know, you gave me some advice, and I was like, man, like, like your wisdom needs to be heard right. daily right. for people. Right. And uh, but 
before we go into the next thing, one of the hats that you said was uh, entrepreneur. Correct. Uh, tell me a little bit about that area that you, uh, that hat that you wear, shall I say? Oh, yeah. I think um, just being in the industry, right, that I'm in, like as far as like being, I think anybody in this industry, like whether you, you're an esthetician, you're a barber, cosmetologist, I think this is like, the best prerequisite to actually being an entrepreneur. I think it gets no realer than that because everything you do, you're providing for yourself. Like like every client that you have, it's just based off your talent level, you know? Um, it's based off of you getting out there and putting yourself out there. It's based off you marketing yourself. It's based off, unlike other companies where, you know, competition or competitors may be distant, this is the one um, thing where like your competition is right there. Like if you ever worked in a barbershop or a salon setting, you're basically in a sense, competing each and every day. And it's direct, yeah. you know? It's not like you heard about somebody taking your client, like you actually see it. Like you, act, it's not like you heard about somebody, you know, it's, it's, it's real. Like, or if, if you notice that it's been a drop off in, in, in your clientele, it's up to you to make, nobody's gonna give you it. Like you actually gotta go out and get it. Like if you, if, if you used to making a certain amount of money and you realize like it's dropping off, you're like, damn, well, I gotta get out here and go get it. Or if you get to a certain point where you plateau and you wanna reach the next level, only person that's gonna get you there is you. Like you have to go out there and, and 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 make it happen. Like so, I think just being in this field actually prepared me for being an entrepreneur. I think it just gave me all the tools that I needed to be successful. Towards like as far as like being an entrepreneur, that's one of the reasons why when it comes to just any business venture and endeavor, whatever you want to call it, I'm never afraid because I know, like I said, it's no realer <laughs> test than actually being a barber. It's cutthroat. Yeah. To a certain degree. It's, 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 and it's, I've heard you say that many times. Oh, man, it's cutthroat, I've heard you say, man. like, yo, this is cutthroat. Yeah, it's cutthroat, man. It's definitely cutthroat. You have people going behind your back. You know, they try to steal your clients. You have people talking down on you when you're not around. You have, it's a lot that comes with it. You know what I mean? But I just feel like, hey, man, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like the block, man. So, it really is. Like, what they say yeah, it is, yeah, like, yeah. it's the block, bro. You're so like, here's a question. Like, how do you stay above that? I think when anything in life is just, it stems from understanding. Like once you understand, I think you don't take things as personal. You know, for for the longest I took things personal. You know what I mean? But then you start to understand. It's like, yo, this person is trying to do X, Y, and Z because them themselves are afraid or they feel like their survival is at stake. So I'm willing to do whatever. So I don't take it personal. It's just like, oh, he's scared. He's afraid, you know? So I don't take it like, it's, 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 it's a thing. It's just like, you know what? He did that because he was afraid that he might lose a client or they did that because they're afraid of your success. They did that because of X, Y, Z. So, you know, once you understand, you don't take it personal. And also know that, um, you know, when it comes to clients, we don't own them. I, I think at a certain point, Man. we start to we start to look at them like their property. Like, yo, that's, you know, these are my clients. I hold on to them. Like, they realize, like, yo, they, they're people, man. Like, they have the the option to go where they want to go. And basically, if they do decide to go somewhere, that means it's either not meant for you to have them or it's meant for you to actually take that time to actually just reevaluate and reassess what you've been doing and maybe improve on certain things. Like maybe you lost them because, you know, um, your skills weren't up to par. It's yeah, possible. Yeah. Maybe you lost them because your conversation became stale. Maybe you lost them because your conversation maybe became too in-depth and too just like intricate for what they are accustomed that's to. That's important. That, that could happen too. So, you know, you got to, you, and, 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 and that's the reason I think, you know, you lose certain clients, but you also make way for new clients. I think like I've been going through a, uh, a, a cycle where I've kept 
a good bit of my clients, you know, but sometimes you lose clients for whatever reason. But one thing that always, uh, I think, remains is just the respect that they have. Like, when they see me, there's always respect. There's always love, and I reciprocate that, too. I don't take it personal if they went somewhere else or they don't come to me anymore. It's like, it's okay. Like, I understand. Like, I get it. Like, so, nothing. So even if, like, you're no longer their barber, like, if there's a friendship there, yeah. that friendship remains yeah, yeah, forever. Like, yeah, I'm not one of those. And that, that's one thing I notice. I, I notice when I meet a lot of my clients that I haven't seen for a while or we don't see, the first thing they say, I'm going to come check you, bro. Like, no, nah, it's okay. Like, I still got love for you. It's, 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 yeah. not, it's not like that. It's, and it's I mean, not, there's been times where I haven't gotten a cut for a while. You yeah, don't yeah. call me, and it's not about a cut. No, it's not about a cut. You're like, no, nah, I'm just checking. I haven't heard from you. You haven't posted anything. Yeah. How you doing, brother? Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and, like, I respect that a lot. Yeah, I do that because I, I, I definitely know. Like, there's a lot of clients that I cut, but there's also some that become, like, even more than just clients, they 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 start to become like family almost because, yeah. you know, you guys experience certain things. Like people invited me to their wedding. You got people that that have gatherings where they normally only invite family, but like, look, they extend that invitation to me. Or it's like, so you know, it, it becomes a thing where it's just more than just, you yeah. know, we're just associates or friends. It's like you know, we almost family. So as I'm thinking, like you was there when I proposed to my wife. Yeah, yeah, like, I was, like I was that, there. That's a moment. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. We'll share that, that you was there for it. Like, yeah. That's so true. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's 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 just what it is. You, it's, I think as long as you can maintain respect, I think that goes a long way. I think respect is huge in, 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 in anything. Any it, it, relationship, respect is big. And I think even with my clients, when I when I don't see them for a while and, they, you know, if they decide to go somewhere else, it's okay. I still respect them, you know what I mean? And I hope that it's usually respect too, you know what I mean? Because I, I, a lot of times... I would say probably like ninety nine percent of my um my clients we don't end on bad terms. Yeah. It's just sometimes like just the natural progression of life. Sometimes people move away. Sometimes you know things just happen. Like they 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 they. But it's like when I see them, it's always love. So yeah. that's one thing I could say that I'm 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 proud of. Like it's never a, a bad vibe when I see them. You oh, know what sure, I mean? Yeah. Sure. Now let's talk about uh, you. Like so, okay. there was things that you did. Like you would text. Or you had a text group and you would do like a word of a day. Right. And that kind of grew into a, a quote of the day and um and scripture a, of the a day. Scripture. Yeah. 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 Like, so so that thing grew and it, it kinda also switched and became like a thought of the day that right. you would post on your social media. Yeah. Um what was the purpose behind that? Well, um what I noticed was all right, so my clients would come to me, right? We speak about things, I mean, like really, really, you know, deep things sometimes. And, and we, we'd be inspired for the moment, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And as um as we would leave, I would notice like we would go back out into where we speak on topics like of, of just like, let's just say business. And it'd get intense and they're like, yeah, I'm fired up. And what happened is we'll leave, go out into the world and where most people aren't like us. Right. Yeah. So what I noticed was like the energy would dissipate like that, that, that focus that we had or that, that, that we built or that momentum that we had in that time when we was, when we were together speaking in, in the shop and getting excited. When we get back into the real world, it would dissipate. And I noticed that like, and I did it year after year. Like, I think this is probably the second or third year that I've done that where we get hyped and I'll be like, yo, but we're still not seeing results like that. So I was like, all right, what's the problem? What's the disconnect? There's a dissonance there. Like, what's, what's going on? Like, why don't I carry on the same type of energy when I leave and we come back? It's like, I'm hyped up, but I don't get get that feeling again until I see you guys two, three weeks later again, right, like right. in a cycle. So I realized we weren't being as productive as we could. So I said to myself, I was like, yo, how can I just keep people motivated? Because I think that's what we need. And I realized, like, 
as far as like just being successful, I think it's not just a thing that you do. I think it's actually a lifestyle. You have to really just live it. Like it's not like a thing that you you become successful when we speak and then we go out in the world. Now you have to actually do this day in and day out. So I said, all right, how can I just help my my, my people stay motivated? Just stay grounded spiritually, right? Uh, mentally, and then also psychologically. Those were the things I was looking at. And um, I'm even going to get to a part where we start sharing health tips because that's the next thing. I feel like you need all those things to actually be a complete person. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, I think you need to be spiritually grounded, right? Whatever that may be, whether you are Christian or you believe in, 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 in Islam or you, you know, are whatever you may be, Buddhist, just anything. It's just like, all right, you need that. You, you have to know something that's a greater power than you. That's what just keeps you. I think humble to a certain degree, right? Um, then, you know, the mental aspect would be more so um, the word of the day, you know, to learn a new vocabulary word each day. It's like just to improve your vocabulary so you can speak and, um, you know, just have a broader uh, vocabulary. There's more things that you can say. You can express it in a way with more clarity, more depth, you know? So that was, that was the next thing. And then psychologically, it's a thought of the day. A lot of times the thought of the day just comes from just my experiences. And sometimes I pull it from, you know, like last, my last thought of the day was Steve Jobs, but it's just to, you know, just to get you like, you know, thinking in, 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 in that way, like whatever it is, just to just give you some type of knowledge, like, but also not just knowledge, like as far as like facts, but also in a way where you get to think about it and it just get you prepared and, 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 and just moving a little different. So that's what I did. I was like, all right, well, if I could just do this and do it consistently, it can help my people. And what I've noticed is actually had an, an impact. Like people are actually like, yo, every day I'm getting the word of the day. It's motivating me each and every day because you have to stay motivated each and every day just to be an entrepreneur. That's the one thing that they say in life. It's really no um no time out. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like entrepreneurship is one of those things where it's like it's 365, 24-7. Like it's every single day. Like you're trying to improve because there's so many people that are trying to do either the same thing you're doing or they're trying to operate in the same lane as you. You know, so in order for you to actually um, stand out, you got to just got to be at it every day so that was my thing and even if you're not trying to be an entrepreneur just having the scripture of the day just knowing that you know this is what it is this is a message from god let me let me let me take the time out of my day to just read it and reflect on it absorb it and then go out into the world i think we need that so for you to be able to motivate people mm. and that to be important to you right what are your three biggest motivators or motivating factors or influences um in that way Good question. I think I think I think my family. That's like I would say my family. You know what I mean? Like I think that's that would probably be number one. You know, just trying to um, for first of all, just trying to be a good example. You know, um, like I said, my you know I don't want to keep saying it, but you know, like I said, my my father wasn't around a good por portion of my life. Um, I look at my son and I'm like, you know what? I want to make sure that I can just be a good role model for him, yeah. right? But in doing so, like, I've actually become a good role model for other people. So it's like, all right, that's one. Second thing is just um, just knowing that life is short, you know. Um, I say that all the time, and people look at me like, you know, I'm like, yeah, life is really short. So basically what you want to do is you want to just, you want to leave an impact. You want to make sure that you, I think the goal is to die empty. Man. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's for you to just pretty much just give all you have and be like, look, I think once you do that, I think a lot of people will actually feel more comfortable with the thought of death. A lot of people aren't comfortable with that because I feel like they have so much that they're still holding on to and so much that's untapped, so much that's untouched, so many things that's undone. So they're afraid to like um, to die. They don't know what's coming. But I think if you just really just 
give it your all in every aspect of your life and die empty, I think you'll feel good about that. I think so. That's the, that's the second thing. Third thing would probably be just, um, I don't know, just want a better life, I guess. Like just, um, you know, like like I said, like from a um, financial standpoint, becoming successful would enable me to actually be able to do more for others, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah like I can, I can motivate you all day with my words and I can encourage you, but it's nothing like... And, and it's, it's, it's funny you say that because a lot of times we'll act real... Oh, you know, like like the money ain't important. Oh no, nah, money's important, man. Like like <laughs> don't let them lie to you, cuz. Okay. Money's I mean, cause, money's cause important, we'll, we'll man. Here. I'm doing it for the love of. Nah, I, I think I, I think that's gotta, a part. Yeah, yeah, you definitely got to have love. Like, but without the love, you you're probably not gonna become successful. I mean, you probably wouldn't be able to sustain a lo- uh, a level of success for a long time. Like, but unless money was already there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. Like starting, like coming from the bottom. Oh like yeah. You, you you can't stay at the bottom. Nah. And make life better for your nah, son. Nah, like, nah, I, nah. I mean, I, like that's the that's the element of realness. Yeah, yeah. That, that I like. Man. Oh nah, you you definitely got to get that money, man. Like, and I think what 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 the problem is is people do anything for the money. Man. So it's the love of you know. But I think. It's nothing wrong with having money. I think it's actually, I think it's actually, um, I don't want to even say sin, but I feel like for you to come and 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 not even attempt to try to do something where you could put your family in a better position, I think that's wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think I think that should be the mentality of every man. Like, you're like, you know what? Let me try to establish something. Whether it's just owning a home that you could pass on to your kids, or it's you know, um, I started a business that I can eventually one day pass on to my kids, or. I, you know, just something where you was like, look, I've done something where it's like, look, they're going to start a little bit further ahead than I did. They have a, a better chance at succeeding. I think that's the thing. I think it's not success isn't guaranteed, but you could try to um, improve or, you know, the probability of your your your, your child or, or, you know, whoever becoming successful by leaving them something. So it's like, you know what? They don't have to start as far back as I did. They can actually have a head start. So I think if money is important, like, yeah, I, I I tell people you never you never gonna hear me say that like <laughs> never like nah, I mean, nah you know what I'm saying I like, would say that you have a hustler mentality I I, I would say so I so, would agree so <laughs> let's go into the brand yeah let's, let's get it let's, let's get into it, it man uh, I hustle yeah I hustle man tell me a little bit about that how it was birth uh, its inception how it got to where we're at um, and where we're going with it okay yeah I, well I hustle was just a concept right that I came up with um it was some years back. But um, somebody had uh, tagged me in a post on Facebook, right? And this is somebody that I, I haven't seen in a while. Like it was, it was like a high school person, but I didn't know like they, they even thought about me in that way. It was, it was, it was definitely something positive. It was like um, I guess tag somebody that you know that's a hard worker and X Y Z, and she tagged me and she said I really, you know, just gave me that motivation. Like I, and I was like, wow, I never knew anybody was even watching me. This is somebody that's distant. It's not a friend of mine that I see every day. It's not one of my, my, my homies in my inner circle. It was just somebody that's just distant. So when, when he sent that to me, what it did was it just, it boosted my morale. Like it made me want to actually go a little bit harder. I was like, wow. Like, so I was like, I started, I hustle for those people who are, you know, I would say hustlers, but just anybody that's, that's, that got, has a goal and they're actually working hard to achieve it. So like initially when I started it, it was for you to get it as a gift for somebody. That was the initial thing. Like when I first started it, it was like, 
but people just liked it and they was like i'm gonna get it for myself but initially it was to get it as a gift because it's like let's just say you with the podcast i've seen you talk about it for a while i've seen you say that you wanted to do it right so what i hustle would be is like i seen you actually make it happen and i see success it's like look I'm gonna, um get a shirt and a hat and a personalized card to give to jay let him know like yo i see what you're doing bro keep doing it because entrepreneurship is definitely some is one of those things that's not easy to do so it's just to give you that push. Everybody needs that push because initially what you're doing is you're, you're taking a thought, an idea, or a vision, a concept, and you're, you're taking that and you're trying to make it into something that's tangible and real. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's, it's not always easy to take a thought or an idea and just make it into something that can actually be touched, be seen, be heard. So, and just to have the discipline to do that is not always easy, especially with everybody having a lot of you know other obligations outside of this. Yeah. So... That was it. It was just to kind of just give you that boost. Like, uh, Jay, I see you doing your thing on your um, podcast. I love what you're doing. And that's what the message would say. It'll have an I hustle card. I like what you're doing. Keep up the great work. Or I'm proud to see the progress that you're making. Or may God continue to bless your business. Anything like that just to keep it going. Didn't quite go like that. People, right, right, people, right. people just started buying it for themselves. Like, it really just went like that. I even told them, I said, you know, you get it as a gift. They're like, yeah, I like the shirt, though. Man. How, how much is the shirt, bro? Like, so they just started just getting it. So I kind of got away from the initial concept. It still it still remains, yeah. but that was it. It's really just a buy for somebody that you you respect. I hustle, basically saying like you know, I see what you're doing. Like I see that you're a hustler. You have a hustler's mentality. You're a go getter. You know what I mean? Um, you part of the risk takers committee. That's what it is. I wow. hustle. Yeah. Wow. So you 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 actually, you know, but um, people just took weird, it. Weird question. Yeah. So in the logo, the I is dotted with a heart. With a heart. Why? It's just the passion that you show for what you do. It's the love behind it. Because the mantra of I hustle, really, is is do what you love. And that's that's another story, too. Like, um, the I, I put with the heart at the top. Because I realize a lot of people are in in professions or, you know, they have occupations that they don't really, they're not really passionate about. They don't really love. Yeah. You know, and I think it's nothing worse than actually seeing somebody with... I had a guy that, that I, I cut his hair and I'm, you know, for the longest, he was working at um, a certain restaurant. I'm not going to say because he's going to know who I'm talking about, right? And then one day he was just telling me, like, I said, yo, outside of, because he was complaining about his job, right? I was like, yo, I said, outside of that, what do you do? He said, well, I'm talented at, at, at painting. I'm like, I, like, I used to draw when I was young. I used to paint. So I told him, I said, all right, well, look, I think if you don't do anything else this week, Whatever it is, I say, yo, you need to go get something that's going to get you back into that, even if, if it's not like to make money off it, right? Just something just therapeutic. I said, because there's nothing worse than God giving you a talent and you kind of just not using it, right? So he went, got the, he came back to the, to the shop and he's like, yo, I got the board. I'm actually going to do my first painting in like, I forgot, it was over 10 years. Wow. Came back and he, and he showed me, I'm like, yo, this is incredible. I'm like, yo. This is what you're meant to do. This, this, this is your God-given talent. Like, why are you not pursuing this? He's like, ah, I don't know. I, I got to pay these bills. I said, well, listen, I get it. Pay the bills. I'm not knocking that. But at the same time, whatever you have to do, like even if you have to allocate a few minutes out your day, even if you do like 30 minutes a day just to paint, start a painting and just do that. That's what you need to be doing. I, th- I said, this right here is going to actually, it's gonna, it's, 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 this, this, this talent that you have is what's going to actually put you where you need to be. Man, before you know it, man, he posted one of his paintings and then the DMs start coming. I need one. I need one. Now he's in a position where he could kind of like dictate what he wants to charge for his paintings. He started making more off that than working. He don't have to do that no more. Like he's he's really full, like invested in that. Like now he's like, yo, I'm, I'm painting. Like I got 
six paintings I'm putting out this week at a couple hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's, hey, that's good money. And you're getting paid off your talent. It's your gift. So that's what it's about. I just want people to just really turn whatever it is that their their passion is and turn that into a profit. Like, you know, not so much like I'm I'm going for the money, but it's like if you're good at something, why not take the time to actually hone that skill and just put it out to the world. Let the world be the be the judge. You know, a lot of people they they're a little um I guess a little self conscious of their work or their ability. And they're they're kinda like, I'm gonna just keep it. Like I'm not gonna let it be seen. And um and I I'm always encouraging people like, yo, if you have a talent no matter what it is Trust me, it's, it's somebody out there that's going to appreciate your talent. That first step, yeah, is, is like it's the hardest one. For oh me. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I bought, I bought equipment. I did, you know. Yeah. I started studying people. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I still wouldn't push go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I had no reason to push go. Yeah. It was just like we're held back by our own fear. Right, right, you know right. I, mean? I say that to 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 motivate someone listening. Right, you know right. I mean? Like. We've all had that. Oh no, man! Oh no, right? This might not work. So, so if it's a labor of love, if it's a passion, you you still get to do something that you love. Something right, right, that you right. Enjoy. Right. Even yeah. e- even even if it's not bringing you millions, it's just the fact that I think we get away from that. I think we get so caught up in just the money aspect. The older we get, I think everything becomes about money, bills, things like that. But it's like you still have before. Before you had all these responsibilities, you still were blessed with gifts. You know what I mean? You still had things that you love to do outside of going to work. I just want people to just get back to that. I think I just, I think people will be a lot more happy, happier in life. I think people will be a lot more satisfied, a lot more fulfilled. I think a lot of people aren't fulfilled. I think that's what the issue is. People go through life and it's like they're making money, but it's they still empty. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know. That's why I said, like, the goal is to die empty. Like, if you're an artist and you're talented in painting, paint, that's a that's a gift that God gave you. It's, 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 it's a large percentage of the world that can't do that. Like, I don't think you realize just how blessed you are to be able to do that. If you if you sing, it's a lot of people that want to learn. Like, I, mean, I wish I could sing. You, you got the talent. Go ahead and sing. Like, yeah. put it out. If you can, if you design clothes, man, it's a large majority of people that can't do that. Why not put it out? Like... Make your first shirt, make your first hat, make your first, just knowing that you're doing something that, that, that you've created and putting it out there. I think that right there is just like, it's a feeling that you just can't, it's second to none. Like just knowing that you've done something that I, I created this. Like I'm more excited about when I sell a t-shirt than I am about anything else. You know what I mean? Like I could sell three shirts that week and I just feel like, yo, I made it. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm, I'm happy. Like Now, for, for a lot of people, the problem is trying to find what they're talented at, what they're good at. Right. Now, your problem might have been a little different. Yeah. Because you're a talented brother in a lot of areas. Right, right. I mean, the, the cookies. Okay, okay, come, okay, okay, okay. We, okay. we remember that. You <laughs> All know, right. Uh, the drawing. Okay. The, uh, your suave brother, you put, put pieces of articles of clothing together. Right, right. And, and, I mean, we've been around and people are like, hey, you know, how, how you do that? Yeah. And, and that kind of led to something else. Right. Know, speak about the grooming specialist. Oh, yeah. Well, the grooming specialist is just, um, that's who I, that's, that's, that's what I go by. You know, when you come to my shop, when you, uh, you know, the grooming specialist is me. Um, basically, I provide grooming services. Like, I'm a barber, but I'm more than just that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm you know. It's, it's one thing to cut hair, but actually be a, a, a grooming specialist means that you can pretty much do anything, you know, from from the shaves to the to the facials to just 
haircuts, of course, um, just pretty much anything that's grooming, you know, I, and I also have a knowledge of what type of products to um, to actually, you know, if you, if you need any consultation, like as far as like, you know, I got dry scalp or something like that. I'm like, all right, well, I think you could use this, this and this to kind of like help that. Or what do you think I should use as far as this? My hair is kind of, you know, I have a coarse hair. What could I do to kind of make it more manageable? So I, I'm I'm able to actually help you in that area, too. So. Not only can I cut, not only can I do facials, not only can I do, you know, the shaves and uh, any type of skin work, but I also know about product. I think my um, my knowledge of products is is what's actually helped me, you know, a lot. You know, it's, it's not too much that I don't know about when I, I could look at somebody's hair texture and be like, look, I think this would be a good product for you to use. And people, you know, they, they, they normally take my advice. You know what I mean? So that's what the grooming specialist is about is just... It's just pretty much, man, just, um, and, and I notice as men, that's something that we, we, we tend to neglect too. We don't like grooming is cool, but it's not like we don't, we don't really delve into it. Like we should. I think that's what I'm trying to get people back into. Like take care of yourself, man. And don't look at it as, you know, like I'm just doing too much. Like, nah, I think we're not doing enough. <laughs> yeah. I think we actually need to take better care of ourselves, like get more in touch with, or more in tune with just our grooming, our grooming needs. And, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm, my biggest failure, man. I don't even know, man. My biggest failure, my biggest failure, my biggest failure, my biggest failure thus far, my biggest failure. I don't know. I think I think when it comes to that, just as far as like failing, man, like I think I haven't really failed at, at, at too much. I think I've quit on certain things and I think that's been my biggest failures. Like, you know, because like even with um, I Hustle, let's, let's, let's use that for an example, right? Initially, I started out um, a little while back, right? And um, I had a few hiccups in the road, and and due to those difficulties, I could have quit, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. So in in a sense, it's like yeah, I failed, like I made mistakes, but I learned from them, and they became lessons. But only failures I think I've had was areas when I actually got there, and I think because of it being too difficult, or me not being focused enough, I quit. So I would think that th those would be my biggest failures. Like um, I used to play ball when I was in high school. I came to a point where I just quit. I was like, I'm about to go get money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I got focused on that. But I think back to it, I'm like, <laughs> you you, you kind of, you, you, my view was like short-sighted. I was just thinking like now, like, yo, I'm like, look, man, I'm about to, I'm about to do this. Like, yo, this, this ain't really, you know what I mean? Like, so I think those were things I would consider failures at the times when I quit. Like it's, it's a few things that I've quit at, like in life. And from that point on, like like recently, I said I won't quit. Like if I put my all into something, I'm just gonna make it, make it happen. Yeah, yeah and also maybe more selective of what I put my energy into. You know what I mean? Like if it's something that I, I don't feel like long term I'm gonna be able to uphold, I, I just don't get involved in it now. Like I'm just like, if I can't be dedicated and committed and also put my all into it and see it all the way through, I just don't. I try not to get involved in it. How does that selection process work as far as dealing with people too? Because you can't help everybody. You can't save everybody. Right. Uh, some people take good advice and it falls on deaf ground. Like, are you selective on like, okay, I have this knowledge that I want to pass on. Nah. But, um, but brother, you're not going to take it. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah. I give it to them. Like, I'm I'm always going to give it to them. I got people now that, you know, I give advice to all the time. And, and, and it seems like it's falling on deaf ears. But I just feel like as long as they ask me for it, I'll give it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not the type to just continuously volunteer, especially if I feel like they're not interested. But sure. if they ask about it, like, I'm, 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 I'm willing to, um, I'm willing to give it. 
because you just never know when when they're going to have that breakthrough or what message you're going to provide that's going to just give them that that breakthrough i have i have no problem with just continuing to just give advice man i think you know well here comes time for you to give them okay got a young scrap okay want to be an entrepreneur all right give us some advice all right. So the best advice I can give anybody that's trying to be an entrepreneur, just or, or even try to start anything, right? Just know that you know a lot of times we feel like money is the biggest impediment when it comes to um you know trying to pursue something, you know. But I also feel like I think with us we we've gotten so comfortable that I think like money isn't our biggest impediment. I think it's just the lack of being resourceful. I think we don't we don't realize just how much power we have like outside of money because people have been getting things done without money for years. I mean. I think people have been getting things done without money longer than they have with money. But I think we come from this era where we think like, yo, money is like, I can't do nothing without money. Now you could do a lot without money. You could, uh, you could find ways to leverage your skill, you know, you know, like, and, and, and even if you do have to pay a little bit of money, it's nothing that's going to break the bank. You know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of things you can actually do for free. So I tell people like, um, my biggest or my, you know, like the best piece of advice I could say is just start at the smallest like whatever the smallest thing you can do, start at that. You know, like for me, if, if if say like for example, if I say I wanted to cut hair, right? And I'm like, look, man, I really, really want to cut hair. I don't, you know, my 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 future plans may be to one day go to barber school, open a shop, but I know even thinking back to when I started cutting hair, that's how I really started it. Uh I wanted to cut hair. I didn't have the tools, right? I was still young. I really didn't have the money. So here you go. Use your head. Use your use your mind. Use your resources. I had a friend. I seen his uncle had some clippers. I said, "Listen, um, I said, Uncle Alex, what you gonna do with those clippers?" He said, "Man, they don't really work that well." But I was gonna throw them away. I really don't use them like that. I said, "Well, look, if I," I said, "Um, would you be willing to give it to me?" He was like, "Yeah, you can have them if you can fix them." So what I did was I took those clippers, went home, I took it apart, and I learned the inst like like how it worked. Clean it up. And I fixed it put it back together it was working those were my first set of clippers I used no money you know what I mean I just I just used my resources I've just looked and 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 I think sometimes when you have something in your heart then God also provides opportunities now the thing is are you willing to take advantage of those opportunities when they're presented so that was an opportunity I saw it laying there and I could have kept my mouth closed and said nothing but I was willing to speak I said uh Uncle Alex what do you what do you what are you gonna do with those clippers he said well I don't use them like that I said yo you mind if I can it's okay no money I didn't have a I didn't have a big budget. I didn't have a, it, it was no real plan. I just said I just wanted to cut hair. That was the initial step. I just took like look, let me get those clippers. I took it home, clean them up, fixed them. And and through that process of fixing them, I learned how they work. So now I was able to fix clippers now. So I knew how to adjust the blade. I knew how to, you know what I mean? I fixed them, did my first cut. From there, I got a little better. Then I started charging my friends like three dollars a cut, five dollars a cut, you know what I mean? And and from there. The price is a little bit more now, by, huh? the, yeah, by yeah. the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I started out, yeah, this way back, way, 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 way back. So look, so from the $3 cuts, right, <laughs> I was able to take that money, actually save some of that money up, and I went and bought my own first pair of my own clippers, like, you know, yeah. professional. But I just started, like I said, I started with nothing. It wasn't like I had a whole bunch of money. I was I was, I was, was young, you know, at the time, and but I did, I did have a hustler's mentality because, I mean, people that know me, they know like how I used to uh, come around with the clippers in the shoebox. And I used to knock on like, yeah, you need a cut? Just take the extension cord and run it through the crib. You're sitting outside, you get a cut, $5. You need to shape up $3. Wasn't the best, wasn't the greatest, but, 
you know, I, I had ambition. And that's something that, 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 you know, that goes a long way. Sometimes you don't have the skill, but you have the ambition. And, and at some point, your, your, your skill is going to meet that ambition. You know what I mean? I think at the time, I had way more ambition than skill. It wasn't even close. Like, I, was, I wasn't skilled at all. Like, I was just like, I just knew in my heart I wanted to do this. You know what I mean? It was a lot of negative feedback, but I was just so ambitious. I'm like, yo, it don't matter what they saying. Like, I'm pushed through. You know what I mean? But also, like like I said, man, like, I don't know if it's just it's just one of them things. It's just in me, bro, but the, the hustle's in me, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's just what it is. Like, I just always found a way. And so I advise anybody that's trying to be an entrepreneur, just start. Don't worry about the money so much. Just start. If you want to, if you want to start a clothing line, um, hey, listen, if you got, if you, if you can go to the store, spend $5, get you a blank t-shirt, find somebody that has a screen printer, design your own, make your own design for less than $20. You can have your first shirt made. You know what I mean? Then you take that shirt, see if people like the design. If they like it, like, listen, you could do pre-orders for it. You don't always have to put your own money up. Like, look, you know, pre-order it. These are jewels, by These the are way. jewels, pre-order it. Like, I don't, I don't have the budget. I don't have $200 laying around to get 20 shirts made. But um, maybe if I can get 20 people that's willing to, you know, pre-order, it could work because the design is so good. Like, I spent $20 on this design and it's, and it's, and it's great. It looks good. $20 ain't going to hurt you. That's, that's something that's affordable for most people, I believe. Even if you had to borrow that $20, like, you know, I don't have 20 right now. Like, if you, even if you're at your worst, Get $20, but you have a plan. Like, I'm going to go get the shirt. That's going to be $5. I'm going to make the design, so that's free. Right, right. I'm going to get somebody to print it up for me. Just do one sample. It's $15. So for $20, you got a business already. Or you got a, you got a concept that, that was once a concept. Now you actually have a tangible product that people can see. And if they like it, it's like, I like that shirt. How much is it? Well, it's $20. Are you willing um, to to pay up front? You know, and I can I place the order today. Before you know it, you have 10 people buy it at 20 You done made $200. None of your, you didn't have to spend none of your money. Plus, you made a profit, so it's like it's. I hustle. I hustle, man. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Man. And that's wow. that, and that's how I started, man. Like I started, like I said, just just my first set of Clippers was secondhand. They were just laying around. I was just like, hey, man, like, what you gonna do with those Clippers? But I saw the opportunity. A lot of people they see the opportunity, but they're afraid to act on it. You have to see if you see the opportunity, you got to make a move. I saw the opportunity. I made a move. I took those Clippers. Took it home. Years later, this is where we at. It's just, it's just one of those things. Like, so we're talking about like the hustlers mentality, motivation, right. ambition. Like, how do you not let the circumstances of, let's say, coming up in a, in a single parent home, and right? Like, how you let these circumstances not kill that ambition? I think, man. For to be honest, man, I, I, I think this is the truth, man. Like. You know, I, I damn near want to say it's a law, but I feel like your blessings are really in your disadvantages, man. I think that's where your blessings lie. I think a lot of people look at their disadvantages as just disadvantages, but I think that's where your true blessings lie. I think the fact that my mom was a single parent, I feel like the fact that we just, I, I grew up with not a lot, you know what I mean? Like, but I think that's what motivated me. It's like, yo, I don't have it, so I got to get it. Some people look at it like, yo, I don't have it, so I just don't have it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just the perspective of what you look at it from. Like, my mom is a single-parent mother, right? So for me, I was like, well, I got to be the man of the house. It's just something that just, I just knew. Like, I didn't I didn't think of it like, I don't have a dad. I don't have a dad. I didn't complain about it, really. Like, to be honest, I think I might have asked about that maybe, like, two times in my life. And after I realized, like, yo, this is what it is, <laughs> I didn't ask about it no more. I didn't say, yo, where's, where's my dad? Where's my dad? Like... It's like, yo, well, I guess I'm the man of the house, and I just took on that role. And um, it's crazy because my mom would tell you, man, like, like when I was 
I knew like my mom was a single parent mother, and of course, like I knew it was times when we go places and I would want things, right? I want toys. She just couldn't get it. You know what I mean? Um, I think I might have been like nine years old, man. She 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 always remembers the story. She tells everybody that's my son bought his nine years old. I, I remember asking for the longest. I was like, I want a Sega Genesis. You know what I'm saying? And, and for her at the time, it just was a little bit too much. You know what I mean? And the games that I wanted and. I was so she was, I was like, look, I got to find a way to get it. I still remember, like, my birthday came around, June 15th. I told my aunt, I said, look, I want a piggy bank with $5 in it. That was it. I took the $5. I went, you know, this back in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? So ice cream sandwiches ain't really cost that much. I got me a box of those for, like, $2, $3. I sold it to people around the way, like, undercut the ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's just say I, I took that 5 I made that 5 turn into 12 and I just kept doing that consistently. But, yo, when Christmas came back around... I had enough money to buy Sega Genesis. I bought two controllers. I bought all the game. Like that was just off that. But I, I think just the fact that I was at a disadvantage. I knew like I can't call my dad to get it. My mom is a single parent at the age of nine. Like I remember doing it, and that was just it. Like I just she tells my little brother the same thing. She's like, "Yo, your brother he was nine. He started buying his own." Like because I just knew like if I didn't do it, nobody else was gonna do it for me, man. So that's just that's just what it is. Like it's always a way. Especially when you when you when you in a situation where you don't see no option and it's like, I can't go to my mom, I can't go to my dad. It's like, all right, so what do you do? You know what I mean? At at, at that time, I wasn't really too keen on the street thing, so I was just, I was like, well, uh, let me let me see if I can get some candy. Let me see if I can sell some. Like, I just figured out a way. Like, I did it. But the thing is, um, the good thing is, my mom always encouraged me. I think that's that's one of the great things about her. Like. She always encouraged me, man. Like, even when I told her, I was like, I'm going to take this $5 and go do X, Y, Z. She was like, okay, well, here's $2. Add to it. You can go buy extra and make sure. Like, she's, she was just always supportive. So, like, like I know when the year ended, I had a, a good bit of change. Though. Like, I remember when I opened up that, <laughs> she was like, yo, where'd you get all this money from? And I remember telling her, I said, yo, this is the money I've been saving up through sell, selling candy. I've been saving up, like, the change after I break my dollars, like, at lunch, like, you know what I mean? So if she gave me two dollars and lunch was one sixty. I'll take the forty cents, bring it home, put it up. Like, so I did that from from June till December when Christmas time came around, and that's how I did what I did. So and there was a few lessons in there that people might have missed. Yeah. Number one, you kind of got to make your own way sometimes. You have to. A lot of times you do. Number two, you can't mess up the re up money. You can't mess up the re up money, man. No, no matter what it is you're doing, you if, cannot, if you're selling hair products, <laughs> if, if you're selling lashes, can't play with the re-up, on. man. Yeah. You can't, man. Like I, like I said, I started with five dollars, man. Like this is this is the truth. Like my aunt gave me five dollars. I still remember it was like a blue piggy bank, and I said, look, I just need five dollars because I figured like I had no other way. I was like, well, let me just try something. But I knew, like I saw the goal, like the vision was I gotta get a Sega Genesis. But I was like, yo, I have no means to get it. Well, I gotta find a way, and that's what it was. I just, I just found a way. I was like, all right, I'm gonna just, I did it. And you'd be surprised, man, how many people just su support you just because they see that, like, you know what I mean? Like my boys, they was, they was, they was supporting me, man. Like, let me get it. Right, let me get. It. Like, they didn't know like what it was going to, but it's just like, yo, let me get, let me. So I saw candy. I did, I did that. I did whatever I could. Like, and 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 when it. When it slowed up, like, yo, when ice cream wasn't the hustle no more, I had to pivot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was too cold to sell that. Like, look, we're going to figure something else out. I got ice cream, bro. Like, I got candy. I got whatever I had to do. And I did that for six months. You know what I mean? And I was able to put it up. Now, you had this ambition at an early age. Right. 
Then was there ever a stage where you was ambition less? Oh yeah, I, mean, I talk about that all the time. I tell people like, it was a time where my ambition level was low. It was almost non-existent, yo. <laughs> I can't lie. Like I think, um, I tell people, I, I would say probably between the ages of like 18 about 22 23 it just was like i was just there i was i was just like like all that hustling I, I, I was i don't know what it was i think i was just out here just 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 i was lost bro i'm not gonna lie like i just kind of just didn't know I, I had ambition i think um i think one thing you know as far as being ambitious you can't be ambitious on your own all the time sometimes you need um people around you that are just as ambitious i think at the time like I think my guys, they were ambitious, but they were putting it into different ways, like into different things. Like they were actually into other things, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. And, and for me, I was kind of like on a different path. I was like more so like, I'm gonna just focus on this cutting hair thing and we gonna make this music. And they were like, yo, I'm gonna I'm I'm do these things over here. So I just kind of, at, at one point I was just kind of just like, yo, it's just not. And then the money wasn't coming fast enough at first. Like when I first started cutting hair, it wasn't like I just got into it and I was seeing a lot of money like I, I didn't so for that point I was just like man this shit moving too slow like it's just not moving the way I wanted it to of course you know at that age that's the age when you chasing women too so that that's like another thing so that right there just had me just I said like I said from 18 about 22 like I just was outside of me going to barber school like I really didn't do too much else with my life bro <laughs> you know what I mean I had like a four-year window where I was just like I, I even think back on it I was just like damn if I could get those four years back you know what I mean? Like, I think about that all the time. I tell people, like, I'm like, damn, I wish I could get those four years back because I just felt like, yo, I was so non-productive. Like, and then it finally started to switch a little bit. At 23, 24, I started to change a little bit. Ambition started to, you know, it started to pick up again. You know, by the time I turned, like, my my mid to late 20s, it, it started kicking in gear. You know what I mean? And now that I'm in my 30s, it's like, it's just, it's just, it's just another level. But I definitely had a period where, I was I was using I was living a useless life, man. I'm say the least. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but could those four years have made it such that, like, okay, I know what it feels like to have lost that ambition. Yeah, I'm not letting that happen again. Yeah. So so like you know they were almost the breeding ground. Like I tell everybody, uh, when I was in the military for three years, I went to Japan. Yeah. And I was kind of like away from everybody that I loved and I cared for. Right, right. So in that time where, like, it's lost time, but that time kind of made me the man that I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, not not while you're going through it. No, no, no. That's what they say. They say you live life forward, but you, but you, uh, I guess you understand it in reverse. Like, every man. time you live life, you, uh, 2020 hindsight is, 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 is always like, is, is like, wow, you be like, you, you, it's so many things you learn when you look back, but when you're going through it, that's why you know when you as you're going through it, you just really don't see it. It's not until you actually sit back and not like like I said when I when I sit back and I realize like I wasted four years, I sit back and I'm like yo what was I doing like, but at the time it just felt like it was just life. It was just like everyday thing. We'd get up, we do the same thing. Like what are we doing today? And I'm pretty sure that there's some fun stories that come. From oh that yeah, time. yeah, yeah, some fun stories. But I just feel like now and with the mindset that I have and how like. I try to, you know, just be effective and efficient in, 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 in the things I do. I just feel like that was just time wasted, you know what I mean? And then, especially now that I'm understanding, like I'm seeing, like see, when, you, when you're when 18, you don't really know that life is short. You feel like you just have so much time ahead of you, you know what I mean? Like I got years and years and years, but then you start to realize as you get into your 20s, you start losing people, you know what I mean? Like there's people that 
that I've lost like young. So I'm like, man, like you, you really, you life isn't really guaranteed. It's not guaranteed that you're going to see 65 or 50. You might not even see 40 with the way it's going. <laughs> like, yo, you know what I mean? With this whole, I don't even want to speak on that, but with, 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 with yeah. what's going on in the world and, 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 if, man, it's so many. It's it's so many things that you have to like, uh, kind of like, just watch out for. Like, you know, you got you got. I'm not, and I don't want to, you know, get on no political stuff. But you got, you got around the way, right? You got people that, if you become successful, it's, it's, it's people like that look like you that want to, and want to take you down, right? And you got people when you when you actually start to get to that next level, you have people that want to keep you down, right? Then in between, you got you got. Just your your you know the police and stuff like that. Which anytime you get pulled over, it's, it's, it 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 could be it's a crapshoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've, I've been in a few situations where I know for sure, like it could it could have went another way. Um, then then you have like your personal issues because every day is a, is a battle within yourself, right? So it's just so many obstacles that you have to face each and every day. So it's like nothing is really guaranteed. You like I said, you got people that's that look just like you and any any sign of success it becomes an issue you know it it, it could it could be a thing where just just not being able to control their jealousy or it, it can get ugly you know what i mean and then you got like i said at 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 the, at the higher ups you have those people that's like i don't want a young black man to get to this level and we, they put they implement a lot of uh obstacles in your way you know what i mean I, i'm not really tripping because i understand like if you want it it's not going to be easy you got it, it it's attainable you might just have to work a little harder you know what i mean but then you have that, like I said, you got the police. Then you got this whole Corona thing. This, this, this is a whole nother level, like yeah, of, of paranoia. Like yeah. I'm just like, man, you can't go nowhere without your mask. You gotta, uh, you gotta. I mean, I'll be sanitizing my hands. It seems like every five minutes. You know what I mean? So it's like, a quick question for you. Yeah, I hustle mask on the way. I hustle. Um, I've been thinking about that, man. You know what I mean? I, I definitely got to get the right material, man, because I hate for somebody to suffocate wearing my mask now. You feel me? Yeah. I don't want no lawsuits. You feel me? But yeah, we um. I, I, I need one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I got. I got to figure. It's one of one. I, yeah, I need, yeah. I I got. I got to get a, a really good breathable material. I want everybody to live, man. I don't want to. <laughs> I want y'all to live. You feel me? Like I want to give y'all a mask that where where you put it on, you like, all right, you know, I could breathe. I'm good. Got to find a way to put a filter in it too. So. I've definitely been thinking about that. Like that's that's you 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 the second person to bring that up just today alone. Not to mention over the last few weeks, people are like yo, you gonna get the mask? You gonna get? So I think like that might be the way to go. Uh -huh. People, you know, people asking for it, so I might got to get I got to get the people what they want. You know what I mean? So entrepreneur, entrepreneur, right? Family man, family man. Is it harder to be an entrepreneur or to make your black woman happy? <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs> Man, 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 man. Um, all right. So I'm gonna say it like this. I think initially, I would, I would, I would have said to make my my uh, my woman happy, right? Initially, right. Mm -hmm. But um, I think as time has has gone by, I think actually being an entrepreneur is a lot more difficult to make her happy because now I start because I think I think with time, you start to understand the other person. You start to really understand them, like you. If and, and I think, like I said, with you know, prior to, to to this question, like earlier in the session, I said understanding. Like once you understand something, you get to be like, okay, I see why. Like I know what what it stems from. I understand her. Like uh, I think now I'm really starting to understand my, my 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 girl, like my woman. Like I know her. Like I I understand what she's been through. Mm -hmm. I understand why she acts the way she acts in certain situations. 
I understand what ticks her off, so I try not to do that. I understand, like, what makes her happy, so I try to do more of that. I understand, like, it's, um, it's just certain things that she just doesn't like, so I try not to do that. But I understand also, like, you know, I understand. Like, that's basically what it is. I think it's just understanding. Like, I've gotten better at understanding. Like, I've actually uh, taken the time to really get to understand her, and I think that's why our relationship has been a lot better. So I think initially I probably would have said, you know, you know, making my woman happy. But I think now I would definitely say entrepreneurship is, is harder. It's definitely harder because it's like it's just it's just one of those things. It's like, yo, it's 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 tough, man, like to 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 actually just take something that's a concept and really make it into something. And not only that, make it into something that's that's good, worthwhile. And then also make it into something that you can scale. And then also, you know, I think the, the, the hardest part of being an entrepreneur, right, it comes to a point where when if you do um, want your business to grow, it's going to grow to a point where you just can't control it by yourself. You know what I mean? So it comes to a point where you have to hire help. And that's where it becomes tricky. Yeah. That, I think that's from from one entrepreneur that, that told me, like, he was like, yo, he said, he said, being an entrepreneur is, 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 is tough. He said, you know, building a business is probably one of the hardest things you do. And he says, not only it's not so much about the product. Is the people that you have to hire to actually make the product move. Like he says, it's easy to find help, but it's hard to find good help. You know what I mean? So you can find help anywhere, but to find good help, he says, it's damn near impossible. Like it's, it's really difficult to find people who are really, you know, they're going to show up on time, yeah. right? Do you have people that show up on time, but are, are they going to do the job when they get there? Do you have people that do the job when they get there, but are they going to go above and beyond and make it happen? And you have some people who go above and beyond, but when they run into problems, how do they react? Like if it's a, if it's an issue, you know what I mean? So it's difficult to find like good help. So make meals and say it's levels to this. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely levels to it, man. So I think I think now, yeah, definitely it's way harder to be an entrepreneur. Than- now speak to how important your woman's support is in this journey. Oh man, it's um, it's incredibly uh, important, man. Because to be honest. My my um my woman she really helps me with a lot like a lot because you know you know it's times when um you do something right as an entrepreneur because you know I've 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 taken losses you know like I've tried to do this and I failed in a sense right or I've taken a loss right and it's knocked me back mm-hmm. try to re you know try to attempt to do it again so not just from like a monetary standpoint but sometimes just the emotional um stability or support that she gives she's giving me. I think that's what kept me going. Like even now, she tells me like, "Yo, this is gonna be big. Like you need to, you you need to keep going. Like I think it's gonna." So just hearing that kind of like keeps me going. Like it 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 is it, sometimes, and I think as men, that's all we really want from our women, just the support. Like we don't really feel like, "Yo, I want my girl to put up all her money to help me make this happen." Like it's not. It, we I don't really think we think like that. I think we just need that that support, and I think she's been extremely supportive of, of what I want to do, even down to like when I was like you know what I think um I'm actually having a, a more of a love for our hustle than I am of you know cutting hair she was like it's not wrong with that I thought she was gonna look at me crazy like yo like yo you better stay on your job and keep you know she's like it's not wrong with that like work it find a way to make it work for you um this can be the thing that's if you feel that passionate about it like you should really put your all into it like you know you know not not saying you should quit your job right now Cause you still have, you know, it's we still live in reality. You know what I mean? Like we live in a world as 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 based on reality. So I can't be like realistically. I just can't quit my job. You know what I'm saying? But 
what I can do is I can I can start to cut back on my hours so I can maybe if I was working nine hours a day I could scale it back to seven and and I think I think that's what it is. she's been extremely supportive man like I think she's probably been one she wears my stuff like now every day every day when she's at work she 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 has it on every day to the point where she was wearing it so much that I'm like yo I need to step my shit up I got to start wearing my shit every day yo like <laughs> she was wearing it more than me man I'm like yo I gotta wear my shit more bro like I'm like look. I said, yeah, she about to outdo me because, you know what I'm saying? I'm competitive like that. So I told her, I was like, look, man, I'm, I'm going to start where I hustle every day, every day. And now, is there somewhere where the listeners can go to find the product? Um, Right now, we just, like I said, we're we're about to launch a website. Um, It hasn't been launched yet. A lot of my orders have actually been coming just through Facebook and um Instagram. Like, people just, um, just reach out to me. That's just what it is. Like, they'll inbox me, like, look, I need... And and normally what I do is like I'll I'll get the orders throughout the week, and I place the order on Friday, take a few days to get here. As soon as I get it, I either make the local uh, deliveries, or if you you know if you are out of state or just further than I can get to, I ship it off to you. It takes about two days to get there. That's, you know. So what is your Facebook address for the people? Um, Facebook is Abu Bakar. So that's A B U B A K A R R, and on Instagram is I I hustle underscore ceo so it's i hustle underscore ceo and um that's that's basically if you want to reach out to me that's the way to uh, get in contact with me and in the comment section uh i have both of those links for you hey man before we go man give the people uh a i hustle thought of the day i hustle thought of the day um so one of one of the um thoughts that i usually apply to my life i always say and, and you know my girl she loves this quote she you know i say Life is a continuum of paradoxical moments, and that's just what I feel like. I think um, what we what we think is 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 usually the truth when you actually like look below the surface is usually contrary to what we believe. You know what I mean? And um, I think that just goes to every part of life. You know, a lot of people. I give you an example. What I mean by that, like, um, if you don't really know, right? You would think money brings happiness, right? But Anybody that's truly successful, I mean, like the billionaires, like the ones who really have like wealth and what we consider wealth, you know, because most of us equate wealth with just monetary. Right. right? But um, I think it's actually more than that. But just to get back to what I was saying, most people say, you know, get the money and it'll make you happy. Right. But every billionaire that you've actually that I've listened to, one thing that I know that they have in common, a common thread is. They've actually found happiness first in doing what they did, and that's what gave them money. That's the paradox. Mm. You know what I mean? People think money brings happiness, but actually happiness brings money. Wow. You know what I mean? Um, and, and and that's just what it is. I think in life, everything that you do is 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 just a paradox. Everything that we think is is true, it seems to just be contrary to what we believe. I think a lot of truths that we see are surface truths. But if you actually delve deeper, you realize like it's it's actually the opposite. You know what I mean? So if you want to get money, find what makes you happy first. And then from that, that 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 place of happiness, then you start to uh actually start to spread out and be like, all right, well, if 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 uh, artwork is what makes you happy, find a way to turn that into something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people are chasing the money, hoping that that'll bring happiness. But now if you find happiness first, that'll bring you the money. So like I said, life is a continuum of paradoxical moments. And if you put that in, you could just you could just look at your life and realize like how true that is. Like just start to break it down like oh you know what it is true like i've, I've had people that's been it's funny because i got i have friends that actually did time right they've been you know they they they, they did a stint or whatever and um 
you would think like being locked up would actually make them, you know, you know, you feel more confined, right? But I noticed that when they were locked up, it seemed like their mind became more open. You know what I'm saying? Even though their body was confined, like their mind opened up more. They were actually able to accomplish more behind behind walls than they did out in the free world. That's the paradox. You know what I'm wow. saying? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, yeah. that's big. So, that's big. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's what it is. So it's just whatever you – I mean, that's just one of my quotes that I, I love. I use that thought of – like I apply that to just about everything. You know what I'm saying? Like – that and you know there's a few others that i that i look at that i actually apply to my life in, in, in a lot of situations and it make it help make sense like i'm like when i'm going through something you know like in your darkest hour that's just when you know like you it on the right path it's funny because you would think on you know when, when you're going through the worst thing you feel like i'm just going through the worst but it's actually like it's preparing you for something greater right, so right, it's right. like that's just how it is in life man right, last question let's through let's go book still on the way Book is still on the way. You thought I forgot about that? Nah, nah. nah I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that you brought it up. I was actually trying to keep it on the wraps, man. Yeah, I've been working on it. Like, uh, well, I edited out there. Don't nobody need to know. That. Oh, nah, nah, nah. Let's keep it out there. Let's 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 uh let's garner some excitement and, and some. For sure. Yeah, man. Um. So what I did was I just every day I would I would wake up and I would just write quotes like as I was, you know, a lot of people when they write a book, what I've noticed is like they write it from a a, a reference point of retrospect. You know what I mean? So what I wanted to do is actually write a book that was done in, in real time. So everything that you're going to read is stuff that I'm learning as I go. So it's, it's called Just My Thoughts. You know what I mean? So um, basically it's just everything that each day when I learn something new, whether it's through conversation or just life experiences, you know, because like, like I said, one of the quotes was that like the more I, like, you know, life is a continuum of paradoxical moments. Right. That's one of the quotes. Another quote was uh too often we find comfort within the confines of conformity and i want to break that down i speak on that another one is like uh what i say irregular conditions expose deficiencies that we may be oblivious to and i and i and i break it down so if you if you're trying to find just any type of guidance i think this would be the book to be. yeah yeah i got it but i need the flex bug I guess I'm gonna have to do it. Those things was like crazy, and 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 basically what it is like all together. I've written. I I told myself every day I was gonna write a quote, man. But I surpassed my goal. Like I I I was like, well, maybe if I could just get to to sixty quotes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think in the first thirty days I did way more than that because I was yeah, like I was. I got a so now I had to pick from those all those quotes that I written. I was just like, I got. I want to pick at least. Because I, I want to make it a short read. So I was like, you know what? Maybe 27 would be the, 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 the number that I go with. 27 plus three bonus quotes. And each quote I elaborate, you know, from from um, even down to sometimes our purpose in life is not to be the best, but instead to bring the best out of others. I feel like that's one of the quotes that's really profound. I feel like a lot of times we're trying to be, we, we're, we're so focused on being the best that we don't really realize, like, sometimes our purpose is not to be the best. Sometimes it's just to actually, but I feel like, and I speak on, why we're we're like that i think just in our culture you know competition is, is such a big thing everybody wants to be at the top especially in american culture like mm -hmm. you know when you think about sports and how competitive it is it feels like every day we're living like everything we do they call it a sport like no matter what it is like rapping is a sport you know what i mean <laughs> like whatever you do like chasing them things yeah it's a sport, sport. Yeah, yeah like yeah 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 like getting money is a sport so everything is so competitive and it's like sometimes we lose sight of the fact that we're actually just here for for a short short time and it's like yo it's not about 
actually becoming the best? How many people did you inspire while you were here? I think that's one of the things we got to, how many lives did you change? How many, how many people did you impact in a positive way? I think that's what we need to get back to. So I elaborate on that. I talk about how sports is since a young age, we've been taught like you got to win, you got to win, you got to win. It's actually become more detrimental to to society and actually it's been helpful like it's, it's cool to be competitive but i feel like we become overly competitive even down to like the car you drive it's like yo if somebody sees you get a certain type of car if they don't got it then it's like they trying to one up you it's like if somebody sees you do this it's like i gotta do better i gotta be and we're constantly comparing ourselves i think that's why so many people have anxiety right now because it's like they're never happy it's almost like we're in this state where we just feel like we have to always like I gotta be the best. I gotta do it better than this person. And if this person does better than me, then there's something wrong with me. Yeah. So I just I just wanna elaborate on those things and I just wanna just just give people, you know, some insight. One of my quotes that I go by and I tell myself every day, yeah. Uh speaking to that competitive nature. Yeah. Because too much of it like it's bad for you. Yeah. So to kind of curve my own competitive nature I look in the mirror and I say, the only competition is yesterday's Jay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. in other words, I have to be a better version of myself. Today. Right, right, right. Like I'm in competition with me. And right, I right, right. about you over there. Right. You know what I mean? And that's and, and, because, of, because of what you said, like, that competitive nature will bring anxiety. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely brings anxiety, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm a victim of it. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think I've, I haven't really been able to be happy and actually become successful until, like, recently when I just stopped competing. Like, there's another paradoxical yeah, moment. Yeah, I was about to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, I thought, like, I was like, yo, the more competitive I am, the more of an edge I'm going to have and the further I'm going to go. I think, like, now that I'm not so competitive, I'm like... the and I'm just focused on competing with myself. I'm just like, all right, what did I do yesterday, right? And every day I try to set goals or whatever. And I'm just like, did I did I check off on these goals that I set? I'm actually seeing an increase in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not competing against anybody on the outside. I'm just like, you know what? This is what I want to do. And it, what it's done is it's actually made more people. Um, they just be, they just been more receptive. I've, I've I've never felt more love than I have since this year. Like I mean, period. Yeah. Not I mean. Outside of family, like this year has been one of those years where I'm like, just the love that I've received from just people just, but it's also because I've been given it. Also because I've been happy for other people's accomplishments. Also because like I've been speaking positivity in other people's lives, you know what I'm saying? Where it's not like, if somebody does something better than me, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm proud of you. That's something I didn't do before. You know what I mean? We got to get this envy out of our culture. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud of you, bro. Like, like brothers listening, man, we got to get that envy out, man. Because it's holding us back, like it's right, not, right. You, like so, if somebody makes has an accomplishment, and your jealousy and envy didn't stop that accomplishment. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. But but the time that you spent, like hating on that man, right, was the time that you wasn't working on your on accomplishments your, on yourself. Yeah. And 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 that's just how I see it, man. I think um, I think we need to get past that. But like like I said, and, and and really just not 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 in the sense where we become closed off and isolated, where it's like I'm just focused on me, like nothing like that. But it's like you're focused on your goals. I think I think if you keep your eyes on the goals that you set, because I think what happens is we get sidetracked. Like we'll we'll have a goal, right? Like say for example, you know, and and I'm also gonna speak on this. I think a lot of people, you know, they they have anxiety because they're they're not doing what truly makes them happy. I think a lot of times we're influenced by just everybody else. You know, like for some people, man, like happiness might be just having a one or two bedroom home. 
would, would truly mean happiness to them and being able to travel, right? But due to the fact that they feel like maybe me just having this one or two bedroom home might not be in quote unquote in the eyes of others successful. Now you're now you're trying to do something that's really not in your heart to do. It's like, well, now I got to get a five. I got to do this. I got to do that. We're, we're always just trying to just appease other people, man. I think that's just one of the things that we just got to get past. Like, if 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 you don't want something. It's okay. Like if, if if everybody else wants to own a home and you be like, look, I, I just don't want to I want to have an apartment. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like people always feel like, well, this person has a house. I got to get a house too. Who's really winning? Because at the end of the day, like that person might have a home. Well, I think every time you, you gain anything new, it becomes, um, I think it's more stress. Like I think people don't realize that the more you, the more you actually put on yourself, the more you gain, the more uh, things you acquire, just the maintenance and just the uphold and upkeep is actually more stress on you. So I think people... They feel like, well, if I go out here and get me a certain type of car, right? It's like now, now, now you're now for the rest for these next four years, you're obligated to pay for this car. You're obligated to make sure, like, you have to trade your time to make sure you make enough money to continually pay for this car. Because if you don't, they're gonna talk about the fall off. Yeah, you, you get what I'm like, saying. Like, the competitive nature. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, 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 and 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 sometimes we go out here and we get, we get things that we really know we shouldn't get. You know what I mean? Like, we really know, like, yo, like, it's just not even, yo, some people, like, their dream, honestly, would be like, yo, look, I just want to live in a, in, in, in an RV and just travel the world. That would be my ideal life. But due to the fact that to other, everybody else, it might not be the thing, they might hold off and suppress it. Like, yeah, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to get me a five, you know, because that's what everybody else is doing. Yeah, my wife asked me, like, what was my dream car? Yeah. And when I told her, like, she kind of laughed. She was like. What what what, like, what, what, what is your dream like, car, my brother? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I just want like a, a seventy nine Monte Carlo. Hey, that's that's dope. Yeah, she was like, yeah. She was like <laughs> you could go get that. Like, yeah, you know, what I'm like, so she was like, why did a dream and not like the reality? I was like, well, where we're at now, yeah, I don't need. First of all, I don't have room for any more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and then on top of that, like. Everybody likes the fours and the right. You know, like I just never been that guy. Like I, I, I have a love affair for old muscle cars. It's no wrong with that. I think I think you should actually embrace that because that that could be where your blessings lie. You just get into just something that you just consider a hobby could actually become the thing that you know you, you might become a the go-to guy for that. Like yo yo, you know Jay, he knows all about these muscle cars and he's fixing them up and he's doing this and. Before you know it, you have a whole fleet of them, and people are actually like buying your brand of 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 cars. Like, look, man, we like, like we trust Jay. We know when it comes to old school cars, he's the man to go to. So, yeah, that could become a business. But um, I think you should. I, I think I think a lot of people, more people, should just do what makes them happy. I mean, like what makes them really happy, not like what they think makes them happy, but like truly makes you happy. I know certain things that I've done in my life where I'm like I had to do it because I felt like this would be you know, socially accepted, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And amongst my peers. And it's like, now I sit back and I'm like, it probably wasn't the best move. You know what I mean? Like uh, I should have done it a little differently or after getting, I wasn't fulfilled because it was never for me. Man. I didn't do it for myself. I did it because everybody else felt like that's the way to go. Even now like, I set goals. Right. And even when I don't, I push through. Right. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the week, what I've been doing lately is like, I'll get a, a bottle of champagne, you know, every Saturday to, sh to celebrate. But what is done it's actually motivated me more. Like I've, I've, I haven't been this window these last month. I've been more productive than I have before, 
but I think it's those small celebrations that's actually keeping me going because I'm looking forward to it now. I'm like, yo, this, I wonder what bottle I'm going to pop this week. So I've been doing that. Like, but I've been actually, and, and I don't look at it like, yo, that, that money you spending on bottles, you could have did it. I don't look at it like that because you can't, you can't suppress yourself or, or deprive yourself so much like to where, you know what I mean? You put in all this work and it's like, after you put in all this work, it's like, well, I don't even want to, you know, yeah, yeah. Like even, even, um, do anything good for myself. I'm gonna do it. Like I, that, that's something I didn't do before, but now I do it. I don't play around with that. Like, you know what I mean? Cause I put the work in. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking, you know, no shortcuts. I'm not taking no days off. Like I'm really doing what I said I was gonna do. Like, and that's just like, kind of like me just saying like, you know what? I made, I set these goals. I did what I said I was gonna do. Here's my, my reward for that. So I think that's, that, that, that motivates you. Go get what you, like if you work hard for something, and it's something that you want, and you feel like it's something that's, that's that that you can do. Like I'm not saying go out here if, if if you don't have it and try to do something that's just gonna put you in a compromising uh, position. But if you've worked hard, like, and you have the the means, and 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 you know, like, you know what? I've gotten to a point where I can afford this. I think you should go for it. I don't think you should hold back because, like I said, like <laughs> life is short, man. Yeah, you, know, you better live it up while you can, because yeah, it's gonna be a time where certain things that you want to do now, when you get older, it's not gonna feel the same. You know what I mean? Like I can wait till I'm till 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 you turn fifty to get the car you want now, but it's just like I'm fifty now. Like it don't feel the same. You know what I'm saying? Tired of driving. Yeah, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm I'm old now. Like I, you know what I mean? So if you, if you if it's something that you want to do, if you work and you set up a plan, and you like, look, this is my plan. I implement it. I take the steps as necessary, and I put in the work, and you reward yourself for it. Go go get what you want. If it, if it's if it's a vacation that you want to go on, do that. If you if it's a car that you want to buy, do that. If it's, if it's a watch that you want, go get it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I encourage people to do that. I'm not one of them guys that's like, I can't see myself being a billionaire and um or millionaire even and depriving myself because there's certain people I see that they're so frugal, like they get to a point where it's like, even now with all this money, all this work, I'm still just going to deprive myself. Nah, I can't do that. Negative. Nah, I'm 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 going to do for myself and I'm going to do for my family and, and, and the people I love. Like, if I get to a certain, certain point in my life where I, I you know, get a certain amount of wealth, I'm gonna share it. Like, we're gonna live it up. Like, yeah, for sure. yeah. and we're gonna die empty. That's the goal, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna give it all. Like, <laughs> hey, man, that's that, what it man, is. I definitely appreciate your time today, man. No, I appreciate uh, you having me, bro. Always, always welcome to, to have a therapeutic rap with your boy. 